Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool, she's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. <laughs> it's just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're off. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. It's love and time. And you are listening to the podcast that did not win the Best of Western Washington contest. Yeah. And proud of it. Proud of it. Mother, mother, there's too many of you to cry. There's um, there's not much justice in the world, frankly. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you die. It's the... There are the big extravagant movies that win the Oscars every year. The little art films. To bring some loving here today. The, the real quality films, they never win the big awards. Father, we don't need to escalate. Why are you still talking about this? We, we talked about I'm, I'm this not in, our la- about in our last episode. I thought we were like, okay, we gave it a shot. <clears throat> we did our best. Right. People helped us out, gave that's, us our votes, believed exactly in us. That's exactly how I feel. Done. Over. Finished. You bet. And you bet. And we'll just move on. Absolutely. And, All the way. And yep. continue on. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's right. I'm stunned I, that you brought this up at the opening of this episode. I just, you know, I didn't realize we were we were actually recording. I thought I was just thinking that prior no, to the recording. it was out loud. Oh, okay. Well, that was inadvertent and I... Uh, Apologize, and I'm not thinking about it. I'm not obsessing about it. If that's what you think I'm doing, I, I'm not. I, I just I believe don't, me, I'm not. I don't think about it all day long, every day, at night. You sure talk about I've it been, a lot. I'm not sleeping for a lot of other reasons, but it's not that. Okay. Okay. Frankly, I'm glad we didn't win. Okay. Are you done then? Then, if once you win, then it's like you're the fastest gun. Sorry. <laughs> Do you want to know what that was? Uh, did you just relieve yourself in here? <laughs> so remember, since we're talking about stuff we talked about on the last podcast, remember we're talking I, about that weight loss water? Yeah. And you were saying, well, what's in it? And I decided to look it up. Well, I looked it up and they have a sound effect on their website. So oh, that was it. That's good. Uh, sorry. Did you want to hear or do you want to just cut that? Uh, no. <laughs> No, we don't need to cut it, but we also don't don't need to. All right, talk sorry about, about that. that. That sounded pretty realistic, though. It was very good and it was it's, very present. It, it shocked I won't me because be... I didn't know if it was coming from you or me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I my instinct Did was look to look down? look under the table <laughs> just to see. Sorry, I better that get was, some towels. That was a bad bad yeah. thing to do. I should never multitask while we're doing an episode. I should yeah. have my eyes focused on you. I can't even single task, so I don't I know. know how you do that. Okay. 
so where were we? Uh, you were um, oh, I was talking about uh, how I didn't care about who won that <laughs> stupid contest, that meaningless contest. That's I didn't right. care. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Um, oh, I wanted to – you had said something about um, – something I would written about recently where I – it had to do with a column I wrote about uh, – Going to a hairstylist. Yeah, you, so so you remind me who who do you write for again? It's, I'm now writing for because I have to keep moving around. I'm like one of those little ducks at the carnival. Yeah. If as long as I keep moving, it's hard. I'm harder to hit. <laughs> okay. This is a, a great bunch of folks. I've known them, the family for a long time, and uh, it's called the West Seattle Herald. That's right. The and, West Seattle and the White Center News too, I think. But it they're largely as most newspapers are more and more online. Uh, newspapers, but they, they publish as well, and they've been nice enough to let me be a weekly columnist in there. Now, prior to that, I was a, a monthly columnist for another newspaper. Right, the it was a, one of those Everett were, Herald. No, it was no. That's a no. That that not them. I, that'd be nice, but this was just a little weekly newspaper. Yeah, it's, and uh, and and then they didn't have a budget, so then. They said, how about if you only write once a month instead of once a week? And I said, that'd be great. And it was easy to write once a month. Mm-hmm. But now that I've gone back to writing once a week, it's it's hard. And the deadline comes up really quickly on I'll it. I'll bet. But uh, easier than writing a paperback. Paperback writer. You banking some good coin on that gig? Uh, better coin than I was at the other place. But no, they don't pay you. They, they don't pay you thing for these things i do it because i like it i really do you, like and you're, you're it's good fun. it's a good it's a it's a good well it's nice of you to say you're a good writer you're a good writer i don't know if i'm any good but i i'm trying I, I i'm trying to get better so but, but the this, only way you can do it is by doing it this particular article i thought was good i do i read all your stuff just so you know do you really i do of course you're I the do. only one yes i do hey by the way and I'll let you get back to talking about me in a minute, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but uh, I went to a uh, auction the other night. Uh, I was the au- auctioneer and this group of people, and I, it's always great meeting people, and it happens every time. And they always ask about you too, Lisa. They ask about me. Yeah, because a lot of people you think, well, maybe they watched old almost live shows or something like. But a lot of people, and it's been a long time since we have been off. The radio. I mean, it's been more over ten, over ten years. It's, I think it's pushing fourteen, isn't it? Something like that. You I think about? It? I've never been good at math. I think it was two thousand two. Yeah. When it ended uh, at Como Radio for us, so you would think then nobody would, would mention fade away. But people still come up and they remember and they have such nice looks on their faces. Oh, it make it make you feel great. That's it, so nice. They're fond about it and they brought the. Two, I had like three or four different people come up and very, and the things they remember are what tickle me the most because they're very often things I've completely forgotten about or never thought about uh, for years. Well, we can't. We did a four-hour show every single day for almost a decade. But That's there are a things lot we, of content. It is, but there are things we would do regularly. And one guy said, I loved the thing you did. And he had a specific thing, and I can't remember what it was, but... He was referring to when we used to do these uh, pretend parades, holiday parades. Oh, those were so fun. That was your idea. That was so much fun. All we had to do was so we, we, much played fun. A little, we played a little, you know, marching music, and then we pretended like we were watching this parade go by our window outside the studio, 
And we'd be, it'd be jokes, and they're like, oh, here comes the Washington State State Ferry float. And, oh, it just crashed into a, a lamppost. Oh, now it just hit another lamppost. Yeah, so the fun the fun of it was trying to be topical with yeah. these little gags throughout it. And listeners were fantastic. Yeah, they did all our work for they us after a while. They would call in and give us these great, very fun. And the, and the parade, remember, it was it wound all over Puget Sound. Like, yeah. it would start off down by the studios but 10 minutes later it would already be down in auburn because and, joe from auburn would call and yeah. say it just and it just coincidentally <laughs> happened to be going by the individual caller's house at that exact moment exactly. so we'd get him from that silverdale so to granite falls and all up and down it was really fun so that was neat that he remembered that, that was fun but the other guy another guy mentioned something that i bet you haven't thought of in a long time and it was back in, uh, you know, all the, the TV stations and the radio stations, they all had their weather people, uh, you know, and they had, and they would all ballyhoo their, their, that they were meteorologists for one thing. Mm-hmm. But the other, the other edge that, you know, uh, media people think they have when they're doing the weather is that they have the latest equipment. And it was always the Doppler. And then I think Cairo had the double Doppler. Mm. And we had a thing. And I, and I never thought of this again. There was a tree growing outside on the street, outside of our window in our studios at Como. Mm-hmm. And and we began calling it the Poplar Doppler. Oh, do you, that's do you remember right. that? The Doppler Poplar. I do remember One that. Of the, and it was just simply we could tell the weather by looking at this tree. <laughs> and it was stupid, I but when the, when the leaves on the tree were wet, we believed that it had recently rained. Right. And when the leaves were turning a certain color, we believed fall was was yeah. uh, if looming. Move, if they were moving, we expect windy Could conditions. be wind. And it was stupid, <clears throat> but we did it all the time. And I it's do just funny, that, yeah. the p- things that people will recall oh. that we knew were stupid when we were saying it, but... Uh, you know, even though it's silly, people liked it because maybe just because it was silly, and I, yeah. I, I love that, and it was really, it's charming, and it always, it always catches me by surprise every time somebody comes up and mentions something like that, and they mention nice. you all the time. They liked it when you would dance. For sound effects you know the tap dancing yeah. and people and we'd have these silly sound effects of a goat and a cow uh, and, 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 and gave them names and we did mm-hmm. it the, the bits would have happened accidentally usually like that one i yeah. just accidentally hit a goat sound that's effect right by accident and that's then we right. decided well let's explain what that was and then Go I, made, with it. I made up this thing that we actually have a goat in our studio. We're not supposed to. I am surprised. Management doesn't know about it, but we have them here. I am surprised how much management did let us do just the most ridiculous on a news station. I mean, we were on a news station. Yeah, I know. And they gave us great they, license. Yes, and, and I And I realize now how incredibly lucky we were because mm-hmm. uh, that's why you and I have done a little radio fill-in since. And we find it so constricting and stuff. And we're happy now to just do this podcast mm-hmm. where it's it's more closely resembles what we used to do on the radio. Whether you like it or not, it, everybody's got their different tastes. But for us, it was just a, a simple, yeah. um, it, you know, it was just a showcase of what the way we thought about stuff, which was rarely anything serious. It was just fun. And we, we had fun. And uh, could have been... You know, corn cornball radio, and people would you might, a lot of people would look down their nose at it. But for us, it was just us being us, and it was fun. It was really and fun. I, I don't, 
I, I, so I wouldn't want to go back and do radio just to do radio. It has to be like that, and it just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it so. doesn't. As so, you've said before, that train has sailed. Yeah, I, I think I said yeah. that. The train has sailed. That train has sailed. So, uh, where were you? How did I gif on that tangent? Because no we idea. were about to talk about, oh, about uh, the uh, hairstylist. Oh, yes. So, um, and yeah. My, my column was, was talking about that um, ticklish situation when you have to, whether it's a, a hairstylist or you have to cha- you want to change your cellular carrier or you want to get a new dentist or what have you. And and you have it's almost like breaking up yeah. with somebody. Breaking up is hard to do. Don't take your love. It really is. Yeah. And so you said that you actually had gotten caught on the street by and by a hairdresser that you just yeah. dis, you did the the um, shameful thing and that was just disappear. Cause breaking up is hard to do. I shouldn't say it's shameful. That's really all you can do in that situation. Right. What are you supposed you to do? Go to your hairstylist and say, Look, we need to talk. We need to talk. <laughs> you, I don't like the way you cut my hair or you, you charge too much or whatever it is. Or your breath stinks. I can't take it yeah, anymore. it could even be that. Mm-hmm. One time I, I stopped going to a guy because he... Uh, well, never mind why. But Oh, come on. No, now you no, told no, me. No, now I sound petulant and I sound... No, say it because here's small. the thing. You're human and we're small sometimes. You are small a lot. Thank you. But, but we're all small. So go ahead and share it. He uh, would bring up... Anybody that was coming into the barbershop, he'd say, Hey! Hey, you know who this? You know this guy? He's on the radio. He has a radio show. You ever heard his radio show? Do some of your radio show for these people. <sighs> and he just embarrassed me like that. I hate that. That's and not being small. He was trying what to be nice. He was thought it was flattering, but it was just embarrassing. And yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah just so cut my hair I finally and just shut said, the hell up. This makes me uncomfortable. I just want my hair. I don't mind talking and telling once, jokes with you and stuff, but don't do that. I once um, had a hairdresser. This is it is a very tough situation when you do like their work, but you don't like them personally, right? Because for for I guess all of us, when somebody knows your hair. There's that phrase, I don't I go to I drive five hours because she knows my hair and you're willing to pay money and she know this gal knew my hair and could do my hair. It was fantastic. But I just wanted to stick forks in my eyes every single time I sat in her chair. Was it her just her, her manner or what was it? She would as as most hairdressers do, they want to chat and see how you been, right? Yeah, I guess so, that's fine. So she would ask me, So what have you been up to? And Every time I would say what I was doing, she would start, she'd know where I was going, and she would quickly repeat the last few words of the sentence with me. So let me give you an example. <clears throat> I thought you were going somewhere else, and I'll try to remember All right. what I'm thinking of. Write okay. down what you were thinking of. All so right. you be me, and I'll be her. All right? <clears throat> okay, you're her. I'm okay. her, and you're me. And you've sat down in the chair... And I say, well, gosh, Lisa, so good to see you. What have you? I haven't seen you in like two months. What have you been doing? Well, I uh, I had um, my, my facelift. Face yeah, I, ha- I had a. Well, I didn't have my facelift. Face I had a consultation of, about having my, my face lifted. And uh, but then I subsequently so decided not to, to do, do it, it because, because it was too much do, lifting, lifting to do. Do do. Uh, <laughs> Is that not the most annoying thing ever? Really? Yes! 
Oh, that that's a tick. And, and so I would try to like outspeed her if I could. Like I'd throw my pacing off all over the place. Did you try to or, so I do or did like you this. try to throw deliberate curveballs in there? Well, that's like, what I mean. I would try to throw well, I I was trying to get her off my tail yeah. so I would be like well, I had a really good summer. I never learned anything. And so I'd like try to really <laughs> see if I could beat her yeah, yeah. From, from trying to... Isn't that the oddest habit yeah. of somebody? Well, I, was, I was thinking that you would throw curveballs at her that would make her oh. suddenly stop. Like, like maybe a big, ugly swear word, like something really disgusting. Yeah, something like that. Or just say, so what did you do? What have you been doing the last month since I last cut your hair? Well, um, one day, what? One day okay. you and I got in the. Yeah, I'll be now. This time I'll be you. Okay? Oh yeah, so this, you this were me you... last time. Oh, I was. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I was. <laughs> okay, so I'll be her again. God, I can't believe we did not win best podcast. That just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Okay, so what? This time, why don't I be you? And you be me, okay? okay. Uh, you be the barber, the stylist. Same, okay. Same so here we, we did last time. Yeah, similar. Um, okay, so you, you asked okay. me, okay. me what I've been doing. So okay. what have you been... Ah, it's good to see you. Thank what have you been doing? Well, I uh, I got a new car. And the reason I got a, a new, new car, car was because I needed, I needed more, more uh, trunk space. Space, space. So that I could more easily uh, dispose of the, the dead bo- bodies of the people that I've killed. What? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that might have stopped. Maybe her. I don't yeah. know. So, what did you think I was going to say? D- isn't that surprising? That is. That is. That and, and, that's a tick. That's have, a nervous. I have tick. a lot of hair, so I'm not in there for just 17 minutes like you are. You're probably you zip in yeah. and you zip out. And I love guys that are quick, but I, good. They have to be good, but quick. It's the same th- same thing when I would go to, uh, go to mass. Uh, the priests that would say the mass really quick. I, those are the <laughs> yeah. best priests. So I'm I'm in that in there for about an hour and fifteen minutes because I got a big old mane of hair mm-hmm. that they have to wrestle around with, and it just is exhausting talking to her. I try to just bury my nose in a magazine so I don't have to talk to her, but yeah. So that's that's that. So what were you thinking? Well, I was, I was thinking you were going to go that people. And and we all know people like this, but uh, and then you wonder, gee, I hope I'm not that kind of person. I but, know, I'm sure there's um, tons of annoying but stuff. But people I will ask you, um, hey, so what have you been up to? Well, um, I got a new car, and then they'll say, oh, you got a new car? I got a new car. Uh, you know uh, what I've got? I picked up. I got this new Taurus, and I looked at lots of different cars. You know, and I couldn't decide which do I want. Taurus. Volkswagen is kind of a nice car, right? And then all of a sudden, your story is done. Yeah, they don't. They never really it's wanted to, to hear about you. They wanted. They'll look for yeah. every anything will remind them of something about I them. I could tolerate that. that. I could tolerate that. Well, it's certainly at a, at a hairstylist. Yeah, then let them do all the work. Yeah, I can sit here and just veg out and. Get my hair cut, but but she get but on. she would constantly try to draw me into a conversation, <laughs> and I finally but wouldn't let you actually have a conversation. No, she'd let me have it. She would just repeat it along with me. That's what's annoying about it. Do you, uh, what about people that when you're talking to them, they look at your mouth and they <gasps> that's disgusting. They look at your mouth and they are you they, looking at my mouth right now? But their mouth sort of moves <laughs> about what you're saying. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen it, haven't you? Yeah. What is that? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they have a, a 
compulsion to be a ventriloquist or something, those but not the, a good one. Those are the same people who move their lips when they watch TV. Yeah, or too, read. Which yeah. I've, I've dated people like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, okay. so but it is hard to break up. Uh, I guess that was the point of my thing with uh, a hairstyle or something because uh, even if they annoy you like that, there is a certain friendship that develops. I don't think so. Really, well, it's a, it's not a real friendship, but for not- those ten. 17 minutes or half an hour whatever it is you um are convivial and you know you have relationship you'd be right you'd recognize them on the street or you run into them in a store so you're sort of friends in a way ain't it good to know you've got a friend oh yeah yeah you've got a friend i don't know they're yeah i guess yeah. In a way, yeah. but it, I actually ran into a friend. You've got a friend who just this past week, uh, two weeks ago, said that she um, she go, she had met me through another friend. You've got a okay, all right, that's enough. Enough with the music. Jeez, that is so annoying, especially since I'm the one doing it. Go ahead with what you were saying. She goes, oh, Lisa Foster. Oh, yeah, she was George Ward with Becca. I used to cut his hair. And her name is um, Christina. Do you remember um, a hairdresser when you were on the radio? So this was a long time ago. No, I don't remember. <clears throat> oh, she maybe. used to cut your hair in downtown Seattle. Hmm. I don't know. But I'll tell you this. There was a woman. This is horrible to say. but <laughs> Good. But this is, this is true. Uh, I Before I, we worked at Como... There was, and he turned out to be the loveliest man, just the nicest man. Don't you know who I mean? No, but we always say that. No, but I mean, we're not ready to tear somebody. No, 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 I'm not tearing him. No, I'm sure. No, don't get me wrong, but I didn't know him. No, I don't know who you're talking about. And and so, for for my money, he was a radio competitor of ours, of mine, yours. So, he was on another station, yes. Okay, and um, he um. It's just a really nice man because we got to know him later. Uh, but at the time, he was I was doing a morning show. He was doing a morning show. And frankly, a lot more successful morning show than I was doing. Okay. Which which was true of all of the morning shows I did, frankly. They, they never really were very good. Very popular, I guess. But his was really popular. And so I, I know there was a built-in unintentional jealousy in me about that because I wanted to be popular and successful like he was on the radio he'd been at it a long time but that doesn't right, matter so that yes it does matter because he didn't get fired 15 times and was able to establish himself on a station yeah that's with when an guys audience. that's when guys like him were 30 years right. on the air you know that's not going to happen anymore that, we didn't get that we got fired every 20 days yeah and rightfully so <laughs> I'm but it's not true. saying we didn't deserve it, but I'm just saying. But it is true. You don't have in radio or TV or most any other avenues a chance to prove yourself. And that's not just true in media. I think it might be true in, you know, whether you're working for a tech company or whatever. Mm-hmm. you got to prove yourself right now. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to make mistakes. If, you know, you don't have time to learn. We you need results. You almost have to arrive at any given job ready-made mm-hmm. for success. You can't. You can't, you know, feel your way along, and then, then they say, "Well, maybe you know, maybe we should move you over to this department. You might be better here." 
you just pretty much, man, you you can be gone instantly now. The pressure to me mm-hmm. of the workaday world now is much greater, and I I'm feel sorry for young people just starting. I in. know. I'm so glad we don't have real jobs. Yeah. Aren't you glad? Yeah, I am. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm too. I, I know. I'm really lucky. I'm yeah, super lucky to do stuff that you that that you, you choose to do. Yeah. Uh, thing, you know, what do they Although, call it? the the white lives of quiet desperation that we always read about? I mean, right. that would be kind of a hellhole where you're just working because you need the dough. You need, mm-hmm. but and I would guess well, for many people, uh, I met a guy that was in broadcasting and I uh, the other night, and he was really good. He was an investigative TV reporter locally here, and then he doesn't have his job anymore. He's yeah. His contracts up, or they don't want to pay him that much, and now he's doing like he's doing investment things and stuff. Yeah, and there's just no joy in his. I mean, he's doing it. He's that's his job now, but it doesn't. It's not why he's on this planet. What he wanted to do, what he was born to do, is what he was doing. And now, because of economics, and he can't do it. Maybe anymore. he will again. Maybe. So, I hope so. so back to the guy. You're. I think I know who you're talking about, but I'm going to say his name. It doesn't matter. But, but okay. So back to the guy you're really jealous of that I didn't even realize yeah. you were really jealous of. But go ahead. So I go to this this very nice woman, but she's youngish. Oh, so this is the hairdresser. This is a hairdresser. Okay. Yeah, she and she's cut my hair, and this is, you know, I've been cutting her hair a couple, three times, and then you know, inevitably. They'll make small talk. For me, I'd just soon come in and, and just get my hair cut and leave. And sometimes you get that. They won't say anything to you. And then you then you even feel vaguely resentful. Well, why didn't you say anything to me? But then if they do, then you'd resent that too. Yeah, shut just, up. Yeah. So, but over a period of time, we'd go in there, she'd go, oh, what do you do? And I go, well, I, you know, I have a I'm on a radio show. I have a radio. Oh, you do? It's a morning radio show? Yes. Yeah. I'm on the morning and uh, I'm on this station. Oh, yeah. I don't ever listen to that station. I've never heard your show. I'm a big fan of fill in the blank guy. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That was a really yeah. dumb thing for her to say. Yeah. And then she's always talking about him and the funny things he said oh, on the radio that day. Oh, are you kidding me? No, it's always that. Oh, my God. And then there, and then there are, there's just, you know what he said the other day? This is a joke. This is, he told this joke. You're not going to believe this. This is so funny. It just made me laugh. I've been thinking about it ever since. I tell everybody who comes in here. And then she'll tell me the joke. And it's so lame, so corny. And frankly, I've heard it before. <laughs> And she's she's the first time she's ever heard. She thinks it's the funniest thing she's ever heard. Oh my god! And uh, and so over a period of time, I finally just said, I just sort of privately snapped, not at her, at myself. <laughs> I I can't take this anymore. I'm not coming back to this woman anymore. I can't take it. First of all, she wouldn't know a funny person on the air if she if if if, if she just doesn't know. He's not funny. I'm funny. I think I'm funny. And you know what I'm, I'm just talking to myself. Yeah. And I want to and he gets really good ratings and I get none and she thinks he's funny and he's not funny yeah. to me. Yeah, so yeah, I don't just, blame you for breaking so, up with her. It's so stupid, but <laughs> but that's how you know, that that those are the kind of petulant things that I use as criterion for not going to a person for service and what have you. Yeah, well that's done. Okay, that's okay. enough of that. All right. See what else I want to ask you. Oh, um, hmm. 
Oh, I know what it is. Uh, I uh, I was thinking about getting a flu shot. I've gotten flu shots a couple times, but most like you're in your whole life. You've only had like a couple of flu shots. Well, as an adult, and then they say once you get to a certain age, you really should have them. I think it's like fifty or over fifty. You should have them. Mm-hmm. Are you over fifty? I'm yet? over fifty. Yeah, and I and I've had them twice. I think I've twice since I turned fifty, and. Uh, and they're no big deal. They don't. They're not painful or excruciating or anything like that. But I've also. I just. I don't get the flu. Whether I get a flu shot or Wait. I don't give a flu shot, it never seems to matter. I. I just don't get the flu. I've never. Not that I've never had it, but I just. I don't. So I'm finally. I'm kind of at the point where I'm thinking. I. I. I'll be. I'll be fine. I. And so I don't. So I don't go in anymore. How much is a flu shot? I don't think I've ever gotten a flu shot. Well, I think I might have had one. I don't know what they are. They, they're not terribly prohibitive. 70 bucks? 80? I don't know. $70 for a flu? No. Maybe they're cheaper than that. I don't know. No. The one I want to get is the shingle shot, and that's like 200 bucks. Do you remember? But I got to go get one because that would be awful. My dad got shingles once, and man, he said, this is the worst thing ever. I know. We've talked about it, and you never remember when I ask you, do you remember the time I had shingles when I, when we worked at Como? Oh. And, and I had to come in with really loose sweatpants. Yes, I do remember and that. And I couldn't have my But shirt. I didn't even know really what it was, oh, and I, so I didn't appreciate what you were going so through. so painful. I hurt myself today. To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real Yeah, it was like herpes on my stomach Yeah It's like having herpes on your stomach And you can't sleep at night And there's nothing you can take that really Mm -mm. Diminishes the pain? No. I mean, yeah, you can take, you know. How long did that go on? I don't know. It, it went on a couple weeks. My but wife it, says that she went and got a shingle shot, and I, I'm, I'm, I think of it every day. I'll just go, I'll do it eventually here. I hope yeah, they have late. them at pharmacies, right? You can yeah. go, go buy a chicken and get a shingle shot. Yeah, yeah. You can go to Rite Aid and pick up some liquor and get a shingle <laughs> shot. But, um, but I, uh, Oh, so she said that a pharmacist told her that that if you come down with the symptoms of shingles, right, get a shingle shot then, and 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 it'll take care of your shingles. In other words, it would it would not just be a mm. vaccine, mm-hmm. but it would also be a cure. Now, I don't. I said, really, I I've never heard that anywhere. He said that's what the pharmacist told me. So that if you come down with the symptoms of shingles or are beginning to. Mm-hmm. Then you just run and get do yourself you get a the shingle shot, shot. Do you get the shot where your shingles are? Or, or where they I don't know. Is that And I don't know works? if that's true. If that is true, then I guess a person would have the luxury of saying, well, I'll get a shingle shot when uh, in, in, when I, when I no, start getting don't, it. No, don't wait. It's not fun. Well, I, don't, I can't believe that's true anyway. I think you've got to. It gotta, hurts. Yeah. It hurts. I know you. If you've ever had chicken know. pox, you have to get you could get shingles, right? Right, because yeah. that's that's the herpes virus is the same as the chicken. You have it inside you. The chicken pox. 
chicken pox and the herpes by all that. If you've had the chicken pox and that's part of the shingles. I'm a little annoyed with the name shingles because you're right. No wonder you didn't really take me seriously when I'm like, hey, Pat, can't come in today. I've got shingles. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> shingles funny. Shingles sounds funny. It is a funny. It's like whooping cough. <laughs> yeah, that sounds funny. I know. <laughs> whooping it shouldn't cough. be called shingles. It should be called, I don't know what it should be called, but it is a pain I have never felt before. Just not fun at all. And yeah. it's debilitating and and uh, you missed you even missed some work too, right? I did. Yeah, yeah I had yeah. missed a couple of days because I couldn't have any clothes on. You certainly wouldn't want me to show up work, up to at work like that now, would you? Well, we could have taken a vote on it. And I, <laughs> yeah, I you don't can't. Know. You can't have any, even just fabric, just lightly touching the yeah. skin. I've heard like it's if just you, excruciating. you're lying in bed at night and you can't have the sheets. Mm-hmm. On can't touching. have the sheets touching. That's it's horrible. Awful. Yeah, That's it was horrible. horrible. Well, you just convinced me. I gotta go get it. <laughs> deal now flu shot season is here or has it i guess it got here in october i always associate it with this time of year yeah, yeah. heading into the winter and and invariably there's always a story that begins to circulate on social media about some um uh, study that's been done that reveals that flu shots are uh, some sort of conspiracy that have has been dreamed up by the government yeah. that that's pushing the these everybody as you just said you just said you heard that you should be getting them after age fifty well people are arguing that well they're you know they're they're that's just a the big pharmacies want to make money and the government's in on it and they want to make money and you really don't need a flu shot and and they're not you know less than I don't know, 2% of people ever die. The flu isn't as deadly as people think it is, but the government wants you to think that, so you'll go in and buy the flu shot. And and it just it's funny because I looked it up on Snopes. <clears throat> Snopes.com is where I always go when I see these kind of stories just to make sure. Yeah. They aren't saying it's a it's a hoax or it's it's a rumor or not. There's they have a uh, what they call a mixture label. They'll say, well, there's yeah. some fact and there's some fiction yeah. here. We in, don't know in how fact, to sort it out. Most of their stuff is like that. Yeah. I wonder if there's a site you can go to to check out whether Snopes is on the up and up or not. <laughs> I don't know. They should also have a, a countervailing uh, place to go for that. I don't know, but you, you know, you do see it pushed a lot. Flu shots are at, are pushed a lot. I don't. I haven't gotten one. A lot of people I know don't don't get them. I don't really get. I think I've had the flu maybe once in my whole life. The only reason I think you should get the flu shot why is because you travel so much. You're on a plane. That's why I probably never get anything because I'm exposed to all these. Well, it's like when you could you're, make that case. It's like when you when you when people don't let their kids eat dirt. We ate dirt all the time. That's why we never got sick. We were eating crap all the time, and your body gets all built up against stuff. And and, pe- and and parents who keep their kids really clean, they're like, oh, wash your hands off. These people that wash their hands all the time with antibacterial soap yeah. are the ones who are going to be coming down with the crud because they haven't well, built up their... you could make that case. Yeah. I am, yeah. My am brother uh, travels as much or more than you do, and he d- he doesn't seem to get sick with well, things much. I get, a, I get a bad cold about once a year. Just once a year, I get a really bad cold. Yeah. And that's my, it. Uh, my brother uh, was, uh, until recently, he was in China. He gets to go to all of these crazy places... He sends me a picture of him standing on the Great Wall of China. Nice. And uh, and then I said, oh, that's cool. I just drove by Factoria yesterday. <laughs> How come I'm not you once in a while? 
<laughs> that is very yeah. nice. Yeah. He, uh, so, but anyway, so yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. I, I, so I, that's a, that's all we need to say about that. Um, I'm going to go to the doctor next week and I'm going to have one of those. Have you ever had a stress test? I have never heard of this. Well, what are you it, talking about? Well, maybe there's different names for it, but it's basically, there are different kinds, but they basically put you on a treadmill and they hook you up. They put all these little oh. wires and suction. You look like the $6 million man. I thought you meant that a stress test, like they stick you in a room and then like uh, throw a box of spiders at you. <laughs> Well, that could that would be a stress test. I think if if it, if the intention of both of those is to is see how you react to stress and how your heart handles it, then I guess that would be that would be as good a stress test. Okay, as, I see. No, but, I know. But this I know one is you're then they have you hooked up to all these electrodes and stuff. they shave your chest and stuff. Have you ever had your chest shaved? <laughs> it's really none of your business. Okay, so they shave your chest and they put these little stick these little stickies. And you have on to you. run on it or walk on it or I yeah. don't think I. I'd... They're monitoring your heart your ventricles and all the different things and your electrical see how you're doing it okay and, and, and so your what's, pulse what's and the point of it so if they tell you you're it's not looking good what is that what do you just live with that why, yeah yeah I, I guess you do why so then why go in for the test i don't want to go in for the test well, so i'm just gonna that's why hope I, everything's going good and well that's but that's why i take uh you know i've told you before i take uh uh, take cholesterol lowering medicine and I take uh, high blood pressure medicine it's hereditary in my family mm-hmm. so you want to know the beyond exercise and diet how, how are you doing is your uh, know, blood pressure alarmingly high well what can you do how can you change your lifestyle or eat better or whatever to uh, to counteract that plus medication <clears throat> I'm so just, that's, that's why you go. I'm No, see, and I'm a horrible person because I just don't take care of myself because I figure nothing's guaranteed anyway. It doesn't It doesn't really matter if, um, yes, well, you, you know, we're, we're showing, you know, your blood sugar's a little high. And, well, okay, I guess I better quit eating ice. That's why I was trying to quit eating sugar before. And then I'm thinking, well, maybe... Maybe that won't hurt me. Maybe having a little high blood sugar isn't going to hurt me. You doesn't know what? hurt everybody, does it? No, I, but I think I'm a lot of so people lazy. who do listen to this podcast look to you for oh. wisdom, <laughs> advice. Do I forgot? And they look they look to you for to be a voice of reason in a world gone mad, and and then for you to say, well, I just don't want to know, so I, I just, just won't throw go it all to, out the window. I I, I don't I know what you're saying, and I'm I'm the same way a lot in a lot of ways. My wife's much better about getting on me. Now you get in there and do this. She was a nurse, so one thing, yeah. a lot of the mystique of it doesn't exist for her. She's been there, done that. It won't hurt you, or it will hurt you a little bit. Just go do this, you know, and all of that. Nothing's as bad as you think it's going to be. Well, most of the time, nothing's yeah. as bad. Uh, the colonoscopy, for example. You've had one, haven't you? No, am I supposed to You have... never had one? What? Am I supposed to have that, yeah. too? Well I gotta get my boobs done. I gotta get my my hoo ha yeah, looked yeah, into, and yes. then I gotta get that looked at. Yes. I just I can't. They need to what? send a spelunker up there. Come on, the rising wind. We're going up around the bend. I think after a certain age, you just you just say, you know what? Okay, enough. That's it. We're good. Enough what? You haven't enough ever look, had one. Enough looking in. I've had plenty of things looked up and but, in. But has in, anybody been look, looked up there? Well, not not professionally. 
I'm not professionally. God, we should have gotten the best news. If we had, if you had said that, we would have won best local podcast. If you had just thought to say that earlier. Oh my god! Uh, well, no. So that's the other thing. <laughs> Everybody says, "Well, like you're you're uh, you're obviously horrified that I haven't had this no, procedure I, I done." No, I an opinion. I would yes, just you I did. said you, you did. haven't. You, you, yeah, like like the what? So well, why why does everybody have to go get one? Here's the thing: if everybody goes goes and gets one, doesn't just one percent of the the population have a problem in there? Why does a hundred percent of us have to go get it checked? So you find out if you're in the ninety nine percent. I mean, and and uh, the good news Why don't is, I just assume that I am. The good news is, if you do find they find something sinister, the good news is that that particular, if it would be cancer, colon cancer, is the among the slowest growing of all the cancers. Then, then so if that's they get even it better. If they get it early, <clears throat> if they get it early, you you got nothing to worry about. There's a little peace of mind there. See, you know, in fact, they, they they only want you to go in the most cases unless you have a history of things every ten years. Ten years. I don't want to do it. That's how slow growing it is. You only have to go ten years. I don't want to do it. Did well, you do all, it? Yes, I did, and I need to do it again, and I'm about to. But here's what I'm going to tell you about it: is the idea of what they're going to do to you, uh, and it always it always comes with. You know what happened to my brother? <laughs> uh, you know what he said. And then I and then I finally go through it after just being filled with dread. And it's nothing. It it's wasn't not any big deal. It just was so uh, non-eventful that it, in terms of the whole procedure, that I thought, why did I wait so long? Because of what people told me. That's why. Don't they give you? Aren't you on on la, on not nitrous oxide or laughing gas or something anyway? I think every procedure. You're on B, well, well, I was on Beano. <laughs> I think every procedure, even if it's not um, scary, should have a big tank of nitrous sitting right there for you. People would be flocking to the doctor's office. Yeah. I'd be going in for crap. I'd be going in for prostate checkups if they had nitrous. <laughs> really? <there. laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. I'll take a note that of would, that. That would get me in there. Well, they gave me something. Uh, my wife said it's called night. Uh, it's called twilight. And you're not really knocked out, like uh, you know, you were well, having abdominal surgery, but right. but you really are unaware. And so, w when it was all done, I finally was coming to, and I said, well, "Okay, when are we gonna do this?" And oh, we're all done. You're ready to really? go home. Yeah. And but, and I've told you this before, but this is what I, the last words I heard from my proctologist as I was just about to go under. I didn't even know I was going under. They will pull your pantaloons down. You know, right. in fact, I don't think you're wearing pantaloons. You're wearing those ridiculously embarrassing hospital gowns, which should only be worn for Halloween, by the way. Well... And I never can remember which is the front and which is the back. <laughs> and so I'm wearing the, something like that, and then they, <clears throat> they, you know, take a look down there in the South 40, because that's where they're going to mm -hmm. stick this garden hose, and... Mm -hmm. And the last words <laughs> my doctor said to me was, well, looks like you've been getting a little sunshine this summer. <laughs> and then I'm out. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. So, it's not warm when she's I didn't know if he wanted a response to that or what. Was he saying it to you? or Yeah, he was telling nurse? me. 
He was telling uh, me. Maybe he was telling the whole staff. I don't know. Huh. Uh, <laughs> and that's the other thing that always gives me the willies about surgery and or going under. Mm-hmm. My wife tells me these stories, and I don't know if they're entirely apocryphal or not. She insists that they're true. <laughs> but since she was on a nursing staff, right? if you're like a guy and you're going under for a procedure of some kind, mm-hmm. as soon as you are, according to her, as soon as you are under, then it's like they pulled the matador uh, you know, cape back and look at your willy. Sure, why not? Well, who cares? Why would you care if anybody's looking at your well, willy? Well, what's to keep them from then moving to the next step? And next thing oh, you know, see, you're, you're on Twitter. You're one of those. You're one of those slippery up, slope people. You're up on the YouTube. I, next thing you know, slow people. Before you even come out of consciousness, you're now you're on the internet. No sunshine when she's gone. Well. You just don't slippery slope the situation. Hey, everybody, just look, lo- it's a hobbit. If they're just looking, who cares? Well, I just would like I would like to think that You're- given the probity of the situation and the seriousness of the procedure, that they would not be making merriment yeah. of it. It's very true. Given the fact that... Uh, You're freaked out. I, yeah. yeah. And, no, and I that- agree. Yeah, you don't want the. But see, they see but, this but stuff. If, but every, if I was in that position, I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah, and they they see Ooh, that stuff look at every day. Larry, get over here. Look at this. They got to do something. Are these real? I don't know. <laughs> yep, well, that's a real nose, all right. No, I don't know. I don't but, care. I don't care. I, I so that's not what's keeping you from going. No, that's not what's keeping me from going. I just, I'm, I know. I just kind of think I have got enough crap to deal with in my life if I. I know it's very head in the sand attitude, but I just if if it comes to my attention, then I'll deal with it. <laughs> I don't want to go searching for trouble. I think most people will go to have things done when they're in pain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when and it I know starts to hurt, then you'll go. Men are more um, often like think like I do. Women typically go more for preventive care because we've sort of been taught to do that. But guys are more. I'm surprised. I'm glad you're doing all this. Well, the colonoscopy is preventive. That's what I mean. You're you're sort of outside of the norm. Most guys will wait till it's falling off or it's you know a weird color. Well, or it smells, and then they'll go into the doctor. <laughs> Am I right? You know I'm right. Yes, you are right. <laughs> Ooh, I smell. Can't you smell that smell? Ooh, I smell. The smell of gas around you. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 